Welcome to the Flycast, musings and adventures on and off the water with Misha Gill. Today we join Misha on another warm summer day, this time in Maryland's Eastern Shore region, fishing for warm water species on various ponds and a little bit of a river. Enjoy. Monday, July 5th, 2021, day after 4th of July, Salisbury Mill Ponds. Just had about a uh, two hour session on a pond here and went to the very top of the pond first with a red and white gurgler. Only got one little bass at the edge of some lily pads. It was real shallow at the top and it was deep by the dam. And I almost all my action ended up coming from the corner of the dam outlet, I think, or maybe an inlet, hard to tell. There was a pedestrian bridge and it was shady and deep. I got about four bass and one big crappie out of it. All on a bunny leech sort of miles towns tied it for me. So it was chartreuse and barred with a yellow belly. Real nice pattern. Has a little bead in it too. So it gets down like a foot under the water and rabbit hair is a great pattern on a fly rod because it it just pulsates in the water and tempts the fish. I was really irritated because uh, the, the first really good bite I had just instantly popped off, which makes me think it was a pickerel. It might have been a good size pickerel too, and I was only fishing like my 0x tippet, and just right on the hook said, just pop. Didn't barely even felt the weight of the fish. I saw a good wake coming after the fly though, so that made me think it was a pickerel. That plus the pop off. Kept fishing around this corner and got two bass on the, the first sweep and then got another big, bigger bass, probably about a 14, 15 inch fish on the second pass through and then got a 13 inch crappie, which was a really nice crappie. Big shoulders on this crappie. So yeah, uh, the weather is partly cloudy. It's low 80s, little bit of a breeze, maybe like a five to an eight mile an hour breeze. It was real sunny yesterday. Pretty, pretty good little session on this first pond and gonna go try another one and See how it goes, hoping for some pickerel. Fished another pond pretty nearby. All my fish came from the deep spot, deeper areas as well, again, around the dam. I got one little bass this time, and then I also got four gorgeous bluegills that were stunning, deep purple with these really orange markings on their belly and then also a uh, little splash of blue on the chest and then also by the anal fin. It was really a really pretty specimen of fish. The only one I measured was eight inches and the other three were similarly sized about probably between seven and a half and eight inches. Just gorgeous, awesome specimens. The bunny leech Took the first one and I fished that for a while and I fished it up into the shallow around the the timber structures that I thought would hold fish and the timber did not hold any fish. So I came back and put on a small clouser, like a two inch clouser, because I didn't have Snow White's damsel. Snow White's damsel would have been perfect for that application. But the little clouser did the trick too. 
and didn't have any trouble hooking the bluegills. In fact, some of them took it a little deep, had to get my, my pliers out at one point, and did get one 10-inch bass as well. Fun little session. I was getting on the water when these other two guys were getting off the water. I was chatting with them, and I was asking, like, hey, do you know any good pickerel spots around here? Dude was like, uh, the pickerel, they kind of disappear in the summer. They're all around. There's a couple in every pond. But, yeah, they just seem to disappear in the summer, which was interesting. Interesting intel. Um, I guess bass are the primary game in town right now. Yeah, pretty satisfying couple of sessions. And I'm going to decide whether to do another pond here or just head home because pretty successful day already with the first pond. You know, that nice sized bass and that huge crappie. That was cool. Also a little sun fishing, getting some pretty specimens there. Yeah, pretty good day all overall so far. I just tried the, I think it's the South Fork of the Wacomico River. It runs right through Salisbury. At the top of it is the Salisbury Zoological Park. Pretty narrow lake. It's really scenic down at the bottom. It's very pastoral, ideal, kind of almost feels like a Victorian pond with the lily pads and the pedestrian bridges and stuff. For the most part, fishing-wise, it's not super interesting. Saw a bunch of carp and they were mudding and it looked like there were there was maybe a spot where you could go wade and fish for carp almost, depending on how muddy the bottom is. And it, probably would be pretty muddy but it, uh, I tried feeling it with my paddle and it felt okay tons of pressure lots of people fishing I didn't have any bites didn't even catch a sunny saw plenty of sunnies the coolest part of the whole paddle was spotting a snakehead and there was just a snakehead hanging out in the middle and he looked at me with his sapient eyes and disappeared just like that yeah it's not like I missed a fish or anything like that I didn't he wasn't holding in a spot where I could have predicted where he would be he was literally just out in the middle but cool to see him it was a little guy it was probably only like about 25 inches maybe there's paths here along the water so that's part of why it gets so much pressure apparently it's got pickerel as well in the winter as far as my fishing goes it wasn't wasn't very interesting that was my third session and final one other little vignette from this thing was that I was kayaking behind some pretty thick, tall foliage on the bank, and on the other side of the foliage could not see, but it was a group of maybe four or five people in one of the gazebos, and this lady was just shouting, like, like Rick James, I'm Rick James, just stuff like that on the other side, just really loud and playing, like, really serious music. It was funny. It was just funny because, like, she got really animated and the, the whole table was laughing and I was just trying to figure out what the heck was going on. I could not make heads nor tails of what she was saying, but I'm sure it was very amusing. It was, like, literally like Dave Chappelle screaming at Rick James. That kind of tone. It was hilarious. All right. Misha out. Hi, everybody. Thanks for listening to the episode. I hope you enjoyed it. This episode was brought to you by Speedwell Law, my estate planning law firm. One of the biggest concerns my clients have is avoiding probate. Now, first, we've got to define what that is, and I hope you'll stick with me through these legalistic words. 
probate is the process whereby the court oversees the administration of the estate. That is, paying the debts of the decedent and distributing assets to beneficiaries. Generally, your estate pays the court for the privilege of being supervised. And usually, generally, the costs are in the low thousands. But as I often say, there's no lid. So if your estate assets are complicated, or if the matter becomes contested, then costs can quickly climb into five figures, not to mention the heartache. I often describe it as heartache lies at the intersection of ambiguity and money. Now, there are several different strategies for avoiding probate, some simple, some more complex, and choosing the one that's best for you depends on your facts and circumstances. Isn't that a great lawyerly answer? It depends, but it really does, and each state is different. So that's why you need to talk to an estate attorney to figure out the best way to avoid probate. At the end of the day, probate is optional. It's not an inherently bad thing. Uh, if you think of it, some of the biggest disputes in history were over estates, that is, if you consider a kingdom to be an estate asset. Now, thankfully, we have the rule of law in our country and not divine right monarchy. Um, and that means that we have the privilege of choosing how to distribute our estate and probate is optional. So um, schedule a free 15-minute phone call with me directly online through my website, speedwelllaw.com, and we can have an, an exploratory conversation about how best to accomplish that. I'm licensed in Virginia and Maryland. <music>